how are you? Honestly, like, like, how are you doing? Because right now you're going through something that's probably unlike anything you've ever experienced before. So many changes. And when we go through changes, there can be struggle. And yet sometimes dads, they just want to hide it. They want to hide their fear or their concern they have about what's going on with their family, what's going on with their money, what's going on with their job. And that's not necessarily a good thing. And so today we're going to talk about that it's okay to not be okay. Becoming better parents, partners, and people, this is the Positively Dad Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm James Shaw, host of Positively Dad. You know, I'm really thankful that you're taking some time out to be with us today. My wife, Terry, and I are the proud parents of an eight-year-old second grader. Her name is Naomi. And uh, we do two podcasts on Positively Dad every week. On Mondays, I talk with an expert about something who's going to help us grow and get better. And on Thursdays, I talk to a dad about being a dad. Now, our Monday episode, Naomi always joins me, so you want to listen to that. She shares her thoughts in the Kids' Corner. On Thursdays, I just have a conversation. And today, we're going to have a really important one. You know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, right now, there is so much stuff going on that, that, quite frankly, things are just funky. And uh, this, the, the, the COVID-19 stuff is stressful. You might be worried about your own health and the health of your loved ones. You might have trouble sleeping, maybe uh, difficulty concentrating on stuff that you're working on. Maybe you're not eating right. You might be worried about your job. You might be worried about uh, income coming in. You might be worried about your kid's education. You might be, there's so many things going on, and we all react differently to these. And then I found that, gosh, sometimes dads, we don't want to talk about it. We, we, we just want to keep it in and we want to act like everything is fine. And I, I don't know, is that really serving us? And so today we're talking about the fact that it's okay to not be okay. And what can we do to get a little bit of help? Today we're talking with Mark Williams. He's with an organization in the UK called Fathers Reaching Out. He's a dad. He's a speaker, he's an activist, he's an author, and he cares about mental health. This is what he does for a living. And, and we connected on Twitter and, and said, you know what, let's, let's have this conversation, a conversation maybe some dads are avoiding. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm excited. Let's get started. Mark, thanks so much for joining us on Positively Dad. Thanks, James. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for asking me. You got it. So uh, they can tell from the accent, you're not from around here. Tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, and what you do. Yeah, so I'm from South Wales, which is um, part of the UK, and um, I've been working in mental health for, for, for a number of years now, but um, I actually campaign for fathers' mental health, and um, or all parents really, but mostly for fathers because there's nothing on nice guidelines, uh, which is uh, a pathway of care for dads at the moment, and um, the World Health Organization doesn't recommend screening of fathers' mental health, only mums, so... It's really important. It is. It's, it's hugely important. And especially right now, I, I saw a study recently that at least in the U.S. that like calls into suicide hotlines are up like 800 uh, percent. In this country, you've had 30 million people lose jobs. You've you've I mean, it's just been massive changes over the last few weeks. And you, you and I both know that oftentimes this is not a discussion men even like to have. And yet yeah. it's a really important one. Yeah, absolutely. Funny enough, my wife's um, upstairs. She works for a mental health charity. 
and the phone is haven't stopped ringing. So um, yeah, you're right. It's uh, and when, when you think of it, um, it, it over six hundred thousand male suicides every year. That's by the World Health Organization, and um, we're not screening dads, new dads for their mental health. You know, so um, it's more or less getting more of a, a family approach, more holistic approach. So when both parents are supported and screened for the mental health, it has far better outcomes for that child's development as well. And so, um, and in my experience of nearly working this field for nearly 10 years around fathers, I found fathers unfortunately have gone on to take their lives as well. So it's very important, you know, that we talk about this conversation. So thanks. Yeah, no, thank you for doing it. And, um, and so I, I guess, considering the environment and the world that we're all in right now, in your country and in mine, and basically every country on this planet, um, where's the place to start? Like when we're going to have this just kind of mental health conversation, where do we begin? Um, I'm quite happy to tell my own personal story if, if, that's, if that's any help. So, um, so I'm from um, a, a very much a mining community, very um, uh, a tough community, some people say, you know, man up, uh, you know, get on with it, you know, you know, just, uh, so I suffered in silence for years um, after my son was born, but basically um, in the UK society tells us just get on, you know, as a man, you know, just, um, and I felt I suppressed all those feelings. I didn't tell anyone I was feeling. And obviously that comes out in, in as we know, in anger, drinking, it could be all sorts of reasons. But so I had a past history of anxiety and depression. Well, not so much depression, but anxiety before I became a dad. But it all changed really when um, my wife, Michelle, had emergency C-section and the doctors come rushing in and they said, Mr. Williams, we need to get your wife into theatre. And it was the first time I actually had a panic attack. I never had a panic attack ever before in my life. I was 30 years of age. And what I know now, what I witnessed in our labour ward, uh, my wife went on to have a traumatic birth, is PTSD. So people say, what's PTSD? Uh, well, PTSD is an anxiety disorder, either witnessing or an experience in a life-threatening event. And that's from mild, moderate to severe end as well. So you don't have to necessarily have nightmares or flashbacks because it's an anxiety disorder. So I didn't know that at the time, 15, 16 years ago. Um, Michelle went on to have severe postnatal depression, postpartum depression, I should say, in the U US. But we know now that it overlaps with uh, birth trauma as well. Um, you know, I gave up work for six months. I was expecting to be back in work in, in two weeks. Uh, my wife isn't well. I didn't initially bond with my son either. I didn't get that overwhelming feeling of love initially. That grew. Um, but I was starting to get depressed myself in the postnatal period or postpartum period, as we know, with fathers. You know, it's interesting is we did a podcast on this probably a year ago. There was some research done from Indiana University that found that postpartum depression is just as common for dads as it is for moms. You're describing that right now. So I, I, I take that and I put it in the context of right now. If, if you have some underlying stuff that you haven't dealt with or looked into or considered, and then you add everything that's happening in our world right now on top of it, I mean, you could be set up for a pretty massive breakdown. Absolutely. And even a lack of sleep on its own can cause, um, you know, mental health to deteriorate as well. And like you said, we all got mental health. It's either good or bad, unfortunately. Sometimes it can be bad for some new dads as well. You know, if you look at the research, one in 10 fathers at least suffer from postnatal depression or postpartum depression. Anxiety is even higher. And 
some of the reports came out in the UK, um, you know, 39% of young fathers wanted support for their mental health. 38% of young uh, fathers wanted support um, or felt concerned about their mental health as well. So that was an NCT report. So, you know, this is massive when you think of it. All parents can suffer during this time. So do we need to get over the man up attitude? Is this the time to put that to the side and get a different perspective? Definitely, definitely. I, I wish I, uh, I did that uh, because after um, going through depression in that time, I, I suffered in silence for years. Um, you know, I was avoiding situations. I was getting drunk. Um, my relationship could end with my wife. Um, I think my bond and attachment grew because I didn't know at the time that when I was having skin to skin, that oxytocin, you know, was actually bond, uh, bond, you know, my bond attachment grew with my son. And um, that's one good thing that came out of my um, our experience. You know, I was home for six months. But we talked about loneliness. It was the most loneliest time in my life, that first year of fatherhood. Um, my wife did get well afterwards, uh, but I carried on and suffered in silence then until uh, a couple of years later when another traumatic event happened. My grandfather passed away and my mother was diagnosed with cancer in a short space of time each other. I got a really close family and my timeline of trauma, depression, anxiety all came out and basically I, I, yeah, I crashed. Yeah. So what are some signs to look for right now? What might a dad be experiencing that is going to help him realize uh, he's, he's got to talk to somebody and get some help? Yeah, like I said, especially new dads I talk about is, um, you know, if you're struggling with your mental health, you know, it, you know, go to the GP. It's very common. Uh, a lot of professionals do know about this thing. Um, but also it can impact on your mum's mental health as well, you know, if you're suffering. You know, if you're avoiding situations, if you're irritable, um, using negative coping skills, like you're smoking more or drinking more since the baby's been born. Um, it does look different in men than it does sometimes in women as well, I should say, because as men, as we know, we suppress those feelings and it's got to come out. So, um, you know, if you feel as a failure as a father, you feel lack of confidence, you know, that identity change, that transition into parenthood, that's hard enough. And if you've got a past history of some dads got bipolar, schizophrenia, you know, ADHD, ASD, um, so you might be self-managing that before you become a dad and then a lack of sleep. Or if you've got a partner with post-depression, up to 50% of fathers can actually have depression looking after their loved ones. Yeah, if somebody in your house is depressed, you're more likely to become depressed. That we, we did an episode on that. So here's what I heard from you. If you notice some behavior changes um, or just some feelings of, of lack of self-worth, lack of confidence, that, that, that's something not to ignore. So this is not, I just need to man up and figure this out like especially right now with all the changes going on on this planet, that that's, that's something that you probably want to, as you said, you could reach out to your doctor about, uh, you know, there's numbers you can call, you get talk to somebody, it's okay. And, and then you add, and, and I think, I didn't think about this until we've talked, like there are people right this moment who are welcoming babies into this world, like life still continues and yet born into this world with uncertainty and some fear and scarcity. So this might be a time that we see some sort of postpartum depression might even jump right now. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. You know, if a mum is pregnant and dad is uh, feeling uncertain of his, his work position, you know, the financial costs of being a dad is, uh, or a parent, as you say, has a massive impact. As we know, 
And so, you know, in, and the identity as a father, you want to provide as well. So it's, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a big thing. And, but I think it's got some, may have some possible positives as well, with fathers actually being home and they're with their child full time as well and homeschooling and, you know, that bond attachment where they normally go back to work in two weeks, they're actually home. And as we know, that first three, uh, two years uh, is so important for that child's development as well, the brain where it um, all comes together, I should say, well, going too deep. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, yeah, let's not go too deep. So we talked about, uh, uh, I talked about this with a researcher out of Northwestern who said that the, the gift here from what's going on is, uh, first of all, you've already had dads more engaged now than any time probably in recorded history, and then add this on top of it, and yeah, dads are, are home more, they're experiencing more, so there could be a win there. Hey, you brought something up, <coughs> excuse me, you brought something up I want to reference, which was you talked about going through PTSD, and you said, this is when we witness or experience some kind of life-altering event, and we have to kind of deal with that as it comes back. I'm wondering, if, if, as you guys look at mental health and think about it, there's going to be a period of PTSD outside once whatever the normal looks like moving forward. We're going to go through some kind of PTSD here, do you think? Absolutely. And I can, like I said, that could be mild, moderate, and to the severe end as well. You know, um, But yeah, definitely, I think... Um, Coming from the UK, uh, I've seen, you know, fathers who, like you just mentioned early on, you know, out of work, you know, and, and you know, they've used positive coping skills like go to the gym and, uh, and now they're witnessing their loved ones going for this uh, stress or anxiety. My, my, my uh, niece had just given birth now on Sunday. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I've seen where the fa David, uh, the father, actually had to run into the labour ward to be with her at that time, and he couldn't be there beforehand. So a lot of anxieties, different pressures today as well. Yeah, so are there certain things that, I know you touched on some stuff to, that might tell you if you've got something to pay attention to. I guess, are you seeing though, anxiety go up or people t reaching out to you and talking about certain things? What, what is it, I guess, that you're hearing that's unique to this moment in time? I think it's, um, the biggest thing is, has been fathers actually wanting to be there at the labour, you know, as in in the hospital to support the mum. I think that's been a big thing in the UK. Uh, there is a couple of storylines in in the UK happening on fathers as well about, you know, talk about paternal OCD. Um, that's the intrusive thoughts dads get, as well, like mums, obviously, you know, they so they avoid situations. Um, so that's another area. Uh, but anxiety, you can imagine. If a father has witnessed a trauma first time around in labor ward, and then the baby comes along the second time, the anxiety in the antenatal period is going to be higher now, because now he's got to go into a labor ward where he's witnessed that trauma the first time around. And this is on, on top of what we're going through as well. You know, in you know, social media, you know, the pressures today are far higher for parents than it was when I was a first time father as well. Uh, my son's 16 next, you know, but... You know, for me personally, it did put me off having any more children, unfortunately, and my wife, um, because I didn't want my wife to go through that trauma again, you know, and so, um, and I'm quite happy, and my wife's quite happy to say this, my wife didn't want to be here anymore, you know, she was really mm -hmm. in a, you know, uh, should have had a proper, proper specialist unit, as, as I should say. Okay, so uh, as we begin to, to wrap up, I think, what are the, the key things that dads need to be thinking about when it comes to terms of their mental health? Yeah, definitely. Um, talk, talk to your partner. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, don't suffer in silence. I always say the quicker the help, the quicker recovery. 
um, you know, speak to your health visitor or community midwife or your doctor. There's a good um, doctor in America named Dr. Daniel Singley as well. He's in California. He does a lot of good work uh, for fathers in America. And yeah, it's so common, you know, and why should you have to worry what other people think? You know, most important is yourself because if you can't look after yourself, how can you look after your family? So it's very important. I mean, the, the lesson is, this is what you just said. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon to experience times of depression, times of sadness. You may have had something that was there before that you were, like we talked about earlier, manning up and ignoring that, that now our current situation might expose to you or a fear you have comes out. So I guess it's, it's just okay to recognize that this is common. It's common for us to experience some sort of uh, challenge and that you should pay attention to that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It's, and, and the fathers, who, once they do open up, honestly, it's like a big weight off their shoulders. And I think it's, it's great that doing this podcast today. I think when other fathers realize they're going through the same emotions as well, it's okay to talk. And especially we find in the UK, mental health awareness and, and support is getting better. But like you said, during these uncertain times, we don't know what's going to happen yet as well. So it's very important. I bet you have so many stories of people that you've talked to that, that, have come full circle, right? A complete 180 from where they were to where they are now, as far as once they just were willing to deal with whatever challenges they were experiencing. Would you be able to share something about that? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely one of them um, from having a breakdown in community mental health services. And um, I've gone on to write, you know, two published books, International Father's Mental Health Day. I do talks around the UK and been America, Australia. Um, I'm trying to, you know, explain to people, look, something good has come up with something bad as well. You know, we're trying to change policies now. So my work have changed me in a totally different direction now as well in the last 10 years. Um, I believe that all parents should have the best support for their mental health because it has far better outcomes for that child's development as well. So, and over the years I've spoken to, oh, I don't know how many hundreds of dads, you know, over the years, and every father is totally different to the next. Like, so we got to remember that um, there's so many out there uh, struggling in silence. And so you're not alone. Talk to you're somebody. Alone. Yeah, talk to somebody and make progress. And, and look, we have been, we, this is rewind seven weeks ago. This was not what we expected in our lives. And it's here now. And maybe some stuff's coming up that's been there. Go take care of yourself. Talk to somebody for you and for your family. So Mark, Absolutely. tell people how they can connect with you, how they can find you, tell them about your books, kind of let us know a little bit more about where we can find you and learn about you. Yeah, uh, well, International Fathers Mental Health Day is June the 22nd this year. And I'm on Mark Williams FMH on Twitter, LinkedIn. And um, yeah, obviously, if you Google Mark Williams Fathers Mental Health, there's a pile of stuff uh, on there as well. And it's just for the books, it's, it's just... Um, I work with a doctor, she's the academic, you know, we work together and um, yeah, we publish papers, we've done a lot of good things at the moment, so it's really good, exciting stuff, but it, the most important thing is, like you said, is, is really, if there's any dads listening, don't suffer in silence like I did, you know, get the help, it's so, so many fathers are actually suffering in silence, so it's not uncommon. Well, thank you for sharing that, and I promise you there's going to be somebody who listens to, to this particular conversation that's going to go, all right, I got it. I'm going to go seek some help. And so for that one dad 
that, that we talk to, well, then we have helped that person today. And that's the point of this. So thank you Definitely. so much for being on and for sharing with us today. I truly appreciate it. No, that's great. Thank you. Take care. What a valuable conversation from Mark. I trust you got some value out of it. I did. Uh, there's some stuff we got to think about right now. Now, we've done some podcasts on some of these things before. Two of them that come to mind, A Call to Dads, all right? That's a, a podcast we did with an organization called A Call to Men, and uh, this is a chance for us to think about how are we dealing with the feelings and emotions and things that we have that come up. So you might search for that one. Again, it's called A Call to Dads. And then we did an episode, uh, oh gosh, probably a year ago or so about postpartum depression for dads and that how we're just as likely to experience it as a mom would. And, and so I'd, I encourage you to, to go listen to both of those. And then I want to share some stuff with you that comes from the CDC. And the Centers for Disease Control has posted this on their website. We're going to put a link to it on our Facebook page so that you can pull it up. And, and you know, there are some things that you want to think about. So first, have you felt a worsening? Have you felt different when it comes to your mental health? Have you increased your use of are you drinking more, smoking more, or using other drugs? If so, you might be doing something like that because you're dealing with all the stuff from this. And, you know, look, they say that we do. We, we react differently to these things. And you know what? If you're somebody that you're, you, you already have some, some health issues um, that you might be at higher risk here, you might respond differently. Maybe you have family members that do. How are your kids and your teens reacting? We've done about nine episodes on that to help you, so go think about that. And then think about those that they don't get to leave the COVID-19 environment at all, that they're in it every day. Doctors, healthcare providers, first responders, the people on the front line. Uh, those that have mental health conditions or, 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 or substance abuse issues. So those are things that, you know, everybody handles things differently. And, and people that fit in those categories may respond you know, in a, in a very stressful way to this. So think about that. If you or someone you know is experiencing some stuff, what can you do? Well, here's what the CDC says. Take breaks from watching, reading, or listening to the news, and that includes your social media. You know, when we're doing these episodes, my goal, again, is to help you as a resource, and we're doing our other stuff too. So, um, you know, be very careful uh, about what you're watching, what you're listening to. You know, I've always said community is important and your community should give you hope and inspire progress. And that's what we attempt to do here on Positively Dad. We give you hope and we inspire progress. And your community is not just people. See, I want you to remember your community is your who and your what. Who are you talking to? Who are you hanging out with? And what are you reading? And what are you watching? And what are you participating in? And if those things, if your who and your what are not giving you hope and inspiring progress, you probably need to put it to the side. Then the CDC says you got to take care of you. And they go through some things, eating healthy, well-balanced meals, exercising. That's why we're doing the Positively Dad Virtual 5K in May, May 23rd. And you can get more information about that on our Facebook page. Avoid alcohol and drugs. We're going to talk a little bit about that on Monday. Take some time to unwind and then be purposeful about connecting. So I want to wrap up with this. If you need help or know somebody who does, that, that you're experiencing some challenges, Here's some resources for you. First, if it's urgent, if it's an emergency, obviously call 911. Otherwise, the CDC recommends that you reach out to the Disaster Distress Helpline. That phone number is 800-985-5990. Again, the number is 800-985-5990. Or you can text with somebody. You just text, talk with us. 
and the number you text is 66746. Talk with us to 66746. That's the distress, the, the disaster distress hotline. Also, there's the National Domestic Violence Hotline. And if you or someone you know needs some help there, you can reach out 800-799-7233. 800-799-7233. Now, we're going to post all these resources on the Positively Dad Facebook page so that you can share those with people. You know, I hope that this was of some value to you. That's our goal right now is to help you. And I think it's important that we do have this mental health conversation. It would be amazing if you shared this with every single dad you know. Quite frankly, every person you know. Because we don't know what they're experiencing and what they're thinking about. You know, when I did the episode on postpartum depression for dads, I didn't know if it would impact anybody or not. And then I got an email one day from a gentleman who said, James, without that episode, I wouldn't have realized what was going on and I wouldn't have been able to get help. So by you sharing this with someone, you might allow them to get help. So please do it. Finally, if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, wherever you're listening, subscribe to us so that every, every episode will get downloaded right there in your phone or wherever you're listening. And you can write a review and, 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 uh, and give us five stars if you want. Finally, we're posting a ton of resources for you on our social media page. It's, it's on Facebook. Just search Positively Dad. We're easy to find. We're, we're at Positively Dad on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us there. We'd love to connect with you. And then finally, if you'd like to be on the show or know somebody who'd be a great guest, send me an email. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. James at PositivelyDad.com. All right. I trust we helped you today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.